Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. From the After 9 Podcast Studios, this, this is After 9 with Scott and Kat. Hey now. Hello, hello. How are you? Good, good. Great. I have got such an amazing day planned when we get done the podcast. My girlfriend texted me and apparently on his walk, the dog couldn't get all the poop out and now it's stuck to his fur. So I get to go home and pull poo out of the dog. <laughs> Was there at least a, like an I love you too or love you associated with that? I got a good have morning. Have a nice day. A good morning and a smiley face. Okay, good. good and good. then the bad news. And then got to tell you. Uh, not a fun game. No, it's not, Cat. But this is uh, this is what we do for for the animals that we love. It's true. We, <laughs> We've all played these games for sure. Yes, we have. And, and you're getting a massage today. Great. I great. am. Sorry. We have very different days planned. <laughs> My schedule's a little different than yours. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, lots to get to in this episode of After 9. There's some audio we want to play for you. We're going to talk a little bit more about the Super Bowl, which is coming up, obviously, on Sunday. And and before we get too far into that, let's do a little sports right off the top. They say it's a major move for streaming television. Three massive media companies are all teaming up for a joint venture that will offer access to major league sports and others on one app. Disney's ESPN. Fox Sports and Warner Brothers are all going to own a third of this new app, which they say will offer a comprehensive package that includes NFL, NBA, MLB, and NHL games. They say you won't get every game, but it's an appealing bundle for cable cord cutters who are sports fans. Great. I mean, I think that's good to have options, but we do have other options, right? This one sounds big, though. You mean you're naming three ginormous companies that are all working together on this. So I feel like this is their way of saying, ha ha ha, screw you to the rest of the current sports streamers. I've evolved on this because I still have cable. Now I don't have actual cable cable. I've got five TV. So I have a fire stick plugged into each one of my TVs. You just launch the bell app and you can watch just like you could if you had a cable box Mm -hmm. and it's fine, but I'm really, really getting frustrated with Sportsnet and TSN. How many different channels do you need to run the same sporting event on? Why does Sportsnet need five channels and TSN need five channels when four of them are showing the exact same thing? Yeah, I know it depends on the time of year, right? I mean, and and what sports are uh, currently, I don't know, having their playoffs or whatever the case is, because there are busy times in sports. But that said, I don't know that all of them are running different things, you know, at at the different time. I'm not sure. I... I'd like to know, too. I mean, for me, I'd love to switch to a streamer for it, but my husband likes to watch all the stuff surrounding the sports. It's not just about the game. It's not about, hey, I want to watch the game, and that's all I want to watch. He wants to hear the lead-up. He's got his favorite radio personalities that have TV shows, too, and he wants to hear all about what they have to say about it, and then he wants to watch the next day to see what they say. Like, he loves all of it, so I feel like I cannot cut the cord, if you will, because I can't find that stuff anywhere else. Right. I get it. And, and you know, during the day, I don't know how they fill their day because there's not really a lot of sports that happen during the day. Maybe that's why they're showing fucking darts and shit like that. <laughs> that's exactly why they're showing darts. Mind you, those people look like they're having a great time. Oh, they do. Yeah. Like yeah. loaded as fuck. Like a sport where go ahead and drink as much as you yeah. want. You might even be better at it. Yeah. It's weird. In any case, though, I mean, on a Sunday, 
There's five TSN channels, and I don't understand why three of them have to be showing a San Diego football game. Who gives a shit? Why? Spread it out and show five different games if you've got five different channels. This, to me, is a no-brainer. Yeah. I don't know how they're allowed to get away with that. I don't know, I don't know if it's allowed to get away with or not have, have a lack of licensing in terms of being allowed to pl- play certain things. But you figure if you're allowed to play NHL games, for example, you could play any ch- NHL game you want. Is that not the case right now? I, apparently not. Because I mean, it's competitive, right? Because you do have right now in Canada, as an example, obviously here we are, Rogers and, and Bell will have different contracts for different things. And some of them are allowed, one of them, it's only, only one of them can play the playoffs, for example, or they take turns playing the playoffs and they, they're allowed to certain games. I'm guessing that's why. They can't just be like, I'll pull this game and I'll, we'll play that. No, 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 that one belongs to Rogers. You can't. So it's almost hard, t- makes it tougher when it's competitive that way. You know, I just thought, though, that with all these major leagues, Surely there'd be enough content to have something different on each of your five channels. Showing two things on the same channel, or no, showing the same thing on two different channels, to me, it's just a waste. I, I, I hope that sort of stuff comes up when they apply for a license renewal or they apply for even more channels. Uh-uh. Well, because you're paying for it, I think, is your main, your main point too, right? Like, yeah. well, you're paying for this stuff. We're paying for it. Exactly. So give us some variety. Very, very frustrating. Uh, okay, so I've got a whole bunch of things that I'm going to run through. And, and we can stop at any point and discuss any of these. We'll start off with a couple of eh, kind of fun things. <laughs> the preliminary report from the U.S. National Transportation Safety Board is out. Remember that Alaska Airlines Boeing 737 where the door blew out in the middle oh, of the flight? How could we forget? They suspected that the bolts weren't fastened properly. Now, I only know of one way to fasten a bolt. And you tighten it up when you get to the end. Turns out the problem here is that there were no bolts in it. How did that happen? It was just like sitting there. It was essentially just like sitting there in a somewhat maybe locked-ish position. Yeah. But just no bolts. They say the door plug arrived at Boeing's factory near Seattle with damaged rivets around it. The crew forgot to replace the four bolts needed to hold it in place after they repaired the damage. The report says that plane had been flying for months with no bolts holding the door plug in place. No bolts. And you know what? Like, to, to hear about this now, some people might be, like, calm about it. Well, nobody got hurt. Yeah, but somebody could have easily gotten hurt if they were right next to that damn thing when it flew off. It sucked the shirt off a kid. Yeah. Thank God the kid had a seatbelt on. Yeah, honestly. Kat, I'm telling you, shit like this freaks me out. Yeah. There's always a human error element in everything we do. We just trust that the pilots and the technology work together. Blind trust every day. But when somebody forgets to screw the door back in, that's a big problem. I will never fly again and not have my seatbelt on unless I'm going to the lab. Yeah, that's a good reminder, right? Why they do suggest that. And and sure, they have seatbelt signs off. But like you said, that's for if you got to get up, you got to go pee. I don't know, you got to stretch your legs real quick, then get back in your seat, you buckle that shit up. Is someone getting in trouble or reprimanded for this or or group or team of people? I don't know. I I don't know how you do that. I mean, hey, I screw up at work all the time, and I don't get reprimanded for it. Now, this screw up could have killed 200 people. You don't tend to kill anyone with any mistakes that you could make. But still, it's very, very scary. Uh, Concern amongst Canadians regarding mortgage renewals is on the rise in comparison to last year. A new study says... 60% of Canadian homeowners are worried about renewals. This year alone, $251 billion of mortgages are going to be up for renewal. Yeah. It is insane how much money the banks are making. Just absolutely astounding 
how much money these banks are making. It's, it's a weird spot that you're in, I feel like, this year. Not the worst case scenario, I think, because those rates will slowly go down, we think. Uh, but it's still a weird position to be in because you got to ask yourself what makes the, more, the most sense. And, and it's hard to even say what makes the most sense for you if your mortgage is coming up soon. Well, yesterday, that son of a bitch, Tiff Macklem, <laughs> Bank of Canada governor, warned that the central bank can't solve problems like housing affordability with interest rates. So what that tells me is either the federal government wants them to solve housing affordability with interest rates or they have tried and failed, which they have many, many, many times before. By the way, the central bank, which used to make money, used to make about a billion dollars a year into the Canadian coffers. This year, it's going to lose about six billion. We may be in a scenario where after they screwed every Canadian with a mortgage for the last few years, we may need to give them a taxpayer bailout. Meanwhile, they're still paying out bonuses. It's crazy. It's crazy. Macklem laid out the limits of monetary policy at a talk in Montreal. He says history shows monetary policy is effective at controlling inflation in the medium term. This guy talks out of both sides of his mouth. So inflation is not under control. Anything that did happen was going to happen anyway. The, the interest rates going up. All that did was take money out of people's pockets. It took away all of their disposable income. And it's still not under control. Still, they raised interest rates five times what they were. Mm -hmm. And we still can't lower interest rates because it wasn't effective. This guy's a piece of, you know, if I, Tiff, I'd like you to come on the podcast. I, I would know, like you to come on the podcast. To. I don't know if he wants to. I don't think it's in his best interest. No, it's not in his best interest to come <laughs> on the pod, but he should. He owes Canadians an explanation, particularly the ones where he assured us interest rates would stay low for a long time. People took out big mortgages because that's what the market was calling for, and then he turned around and raised interest rates. Cat, I hate him. I fucking hate Tiff Macklem, and I, mm-hmm. I'll just keep that part mm-hmm. in my head. Okay. But I hope it hurts. Uh, oh, hey. Something big is going to happen today. I think it's today they're going to release it. Tucker Carlson. Another video? Oh, no. We'll talk about that later. No, the Drake video. We got it. Actually, you know what? We will talk about that in a bit. Yeah. Okay. We'll come back to that. Uh, Tucker Carlson was a topic on the pod last week. Now he's doing something that hasn't been done in a few years. He's an American journalist who's gone over to Russia to interview Vladimir Putin, the president of Russia. And that's a hard interview to get, I would imagine, right? See, not I, easy? I don't or? think it is. Like, huh. Putin has always done North American interviews. I'll give you an example because right now CNN is accusing Tucker Carlson of treason. CNN is shit scared of what's going to come out of this. So Tucker Carlson's over there to do the interview, and he's going to explain in his own words, it'll take about two minutes, why he's doing this interview. Some people are outraged that he's over there right now to interview Putin, even though countless reporters have done it in the past. George Stephanopoulos, Barbara Walters, the list goes on and on and on. Many people have interviewed Putin. But Tucker Carlson is doing it now, and people are are right pissed off. Listen to Tucker. We're in Moscow tonight. We're here to interview the president of Russia, Vladimir Putin. We'll be doing that soon. There are risks to conducting an interview like this, obviously. So we've thought about it carefully over many months. Here's why we're doing it. First, because it's our job. We're in journalism. Our duty is to inform people. Two years into a war that's reshaping the entire world, most Americans are not informed. They have no real idea what's happening in this region, here in Russia or 600 miles away in Ukraine. But they should know. They're paying for much of it in ways they might not fully yet perceive. The war in Ukraine is a human disaster. 
It's left hundreds of thousands of people dead, an entire generation of young Ukrainians, and it's depopulated the largest country in Europe. But the long-term effects are even more profound. This war has utterly reshaped the global military and trade alliances, and the sanctions that followed have as well. And in total, they have upended the world economy. The post-World War II economic order, the system that guaranteed prosperity in the West for more than 80 years, is coming apart very fast, and along with it, the dominance of the U.S. dollar. These are not small changes. They are history-altering developments. They will define the lives of our grandchildren. Most of the world understands this perfectly well. They can see it. Ask anyone in Asia or the Middle East what the future looks like. And yet the populations of the English-speaking countries seem mostly unaware. They think that as nothing has really changed. And they think that because no one has told them the truth. Their media outlets are corrupt. They lie to their readers and viewers. And they do that mostly by omission. For example, since the day the war in Ukraine began, American media outlets have spoken to scores of people from Ukraine, and they've done scores of interviews with Ukrainian President Zelensky. We ourselves have put in a request for an interview with Zelensky, and we hope he accepts. But the interviews he's already done in the United States are not traditional interviews. They are fawning pep sessions specifically designed to amplify Zelensky's demand that the U.S. enter more deeply into a war in Eastern Europe and pay for it. That is not journalism. It is government propaganda, propaganda of the ugliest kind, the kind that kills people. At the same time, our politicians and media outlets have been doing this, promoting a foreign leader like he's a new consumer brand, not a single Western journalist has bothered to interview the president of the other country involved in this conflict, Vladimir Putin. Most Americans have no idea why Putin invaded Ukraine or what his goals are now. They've never heard his voice. That's wrong. Americans have a right to know all they can about a war they're implicated in. And we have the right to tell them about it because we are Americans too. That interview is going to drop, I think today, maybe tomorrow probably going to set records for one of the most watched interviews online in history. Hmm. It's true, though. Nobody interviewed Vladimir Putin, and I can't figure out why. If you recall, when the invasion of Ukraine first happened a couple of years ago now, the very first thing we did in Canada was block Russian television so Canadians couldn't hear what they're saying in Russia about this. We only ever get the Ukrainian side, and that's still alive and well. Just yesterday, there was a vote on a free trade agreement with Ukraine, the conservatives voted against it, and that's like the the major story as far as liberals and NDP members are concerned. They're freaking out that the conservatives would vote against a free trade deal with Ukraine. It's weird because we already had a free trade deal with Ukraine. I don't know why we need it. Nearest I can tell the only difference in this one is it references carbon pricing. Hmm. The conservatives have said we won't support anything that puts a price on carbon or that promotes a carbon tax. So they said, no, we're not in. The rest of Canada voted for it. We're still sending a lot of money to Ukraine, but do we even know what this war is about? Right. I so this will be an interesting interview then. Yeah. Well, it'll be interesting to hear the other side. And I think that you need to think critically on all these things. We've, we've heard, fuck, more than enough from Volodymyr Zelensky. More than enough. He's been stuffed down our throats, stuffed in our face. He was here when we gave that fucking Nazi a standing ovation in Parliament. We all know. But we haven't heard anything from Vladimir Putin. This is a guy who used to sit at the G7 table. Now he's been expelled. We don't know anything about what's going on or why this war is happening mm. or why we should be sending any more money. We don't even know if we're on the right side of this. 
But I think once this interview comes out, it's going to give people a little more context. And maybe nothing changes. Maybe we see Putin and we think, what an asshole. Fuck him. Let's support Ukraine. Maybe that happens. Maybe people start to think, wait a second. I think we've been not told the whole truth here. And, and lying can happen by omission at the same time. So I think that people are excited to see this just because it will give us a little more context. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. I think it's going to smash records. He did this yesterday, and he said they're going to put the interview up unedited, and Elon Musk of X promised that he won't censor or suppress it. Okay. That's something that absolutely would have happened under the old Twitter. And that's part of the reason that you won't see it on Facebook and Instagram is because we know that Mark Zuckerberg does not want that kind of propaganda on his site. He doesn't want anything that may put the Russians in a better light. He's very much a a liberal Democrat. So, hey, I'm going to watch it as soon as it comes out. In fact, I'm going to cast it right up to the big screen. I'm going to watch that and see what he has to say. I think it's going to be interesting. Uh, yesterday, while we're kind of along this line, I, I did say that uh, there was a vote on free trade with Ukraine. Feel however you want about it. It was it has passed. It just needs to go to the Senate now. There was also a conversation where a couple of our leaders got asked about the changes that have happened in Alberta with uh, the rules for transgender youth. Pierre Polyev was asked about it, and he said, it's none of our business. This is a provincial thing, and the federal government should stay out of it. He also said that Trudeau is really just trying to demonize parents, and that's why he's taking the stand he's taking. They asked Doug Ford about it the day before. Doug Ford says, no, we're not doing it. We're not going down the path that Alberta went down. Yet today, Doug Ford is having lunch with the premier of Alberta, Danielle Smith. Interesting. So he's confirming they're not doing the exact same thing as Alberta, but not confirming what they are doing? Well, part of the reason I wanted to bring this up, yeah, he's, I, I think that what Doug would love to do is for this to go away. He doesn't like controversy. He doesn't want to get caught in the middle. He doesn't want to be exposed as far more left than he promotes himself. That's fine. He doesn't want to get into it. Well, today happens to be February 7th, National Girls and Women in Sports Day. So I think what's important here, and Pierre Polyev pointed it out yesterday, is Justin Trudeau won't say specifically what he doesn't like about the rule in Alberta or the new changes in Alberta. And it's true. He never has. There's a a few different aspects to it. There's the, the banning of puberty blockers and stuff like that under a certain age. There's changing pronouns at school. There's now rules around that. There is... Uh, the surgery restrictions. Can't have that Mm -hmm. until you're 18. And the other part of it is, in Alberta, they're preventing trans women, which are biological men, from competing against biological women. And they use some great examples. They said a trans woman, who is a biological male, has a punch 165 times stronger than a biological female, on average. Yeah. And people still think it's okay to for them to compete head-to-head yeah. in MMA and in it. rugby no, and stuff like that? I don't get it. I don't understand it. Why can't Ford or Trudeau comment on each part of it specifically instead of just saying the whole thing is a travesty and yeah, which part, you're violating which part? rights? Yeah. Because I, I personally feel however you want about the pronouns and the puberty blockers and the surgeries, but when it comes to sports in particular, I feel like that's an important issue that affects everybody. Mm-hmm. Why won't Doug Ford take a stand on that? Why won't Justin Trudeau clarify which parts of this he doesn't agree with? I'm going to assume that he doesn't agree with the pronouns, puberty blockers, and surgery. But what about sports? Does Justin disagree with that? 
He won't say because he's trying to play mm-hmm. it both ways. Yeah. It's ridiculous, really. I think that um, before anybody forms an opinion about our leaders, we should find out how they stand on that particular issue. Let's yeah. talk about sports. Yeah. And on this National Girls and Women in Sports Day, I'm going to challenge the premier Take a stand one way or the other. And you know what, Doug? If you want biological males competing against biological females, just say it if that's what you want. But you're the boss and we need a leader here. So somebody step up and take a stand. And you know what? We can debate it once it's out there, but somebody's got to take the lead on this. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Drake is in the news. I wanted okay. to talk about this yesterday, um, but I hadn't seen no, the fucking video. And I, I told you, I told you, I, 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 I came across it. Because listen, one what, what of the things that I do on the Scott and Cat show, for those who don't get a chance to listen that often or during this time, is, is a what's trending feature. So really, literally, I will look every single morning for you. At, at four o'clock in the morning, I'm on it and I'm just seeing what's trending. I'm going to see what people are talking about. Is that worth bringing to people's attention or not? Sometimes it's, you know, usually it's in the entertainment field, but sometimes I'll bring you other stuff, right? Like I talked about Meta's new AI detection software they claim that they have and all these other things. So it's just things of interest in that realm. And I noticed yesterday, we were doing the show, by the way. We were on the air and I took a little gander just to make sure I wasn't missing anything. And Drake was like trending at the top of every, because usually I won't, I won't even click on it because sometimes he does a concert. So he might trend for a little bit because I oh, did a concert and here's video. But I clicked on it. <laughs> and then what I saw, I couldn't unsee. So there's video circulating. I don't even know if it's circulating anymore. I don't know. I, didn't, I, stopped, I stopped myself immediately. I was like, I'm not looking at this. But whoa, whoa, whoa. How long did you look at it before you said, no, I'm not going to watch this. Oh, just just one time. It, went, it was like in a reel, essentially. Like it kept going and going because it's not that, it's, it, the video is not that long, <laughs> just to specify. Everything else is Everything else long. is really long, yeah. but the video is not that long. It's a big hog. So it was a video of, I, I think it's fake. I, I think it was just a Cardi B reaction from a different video, but someone had pasted together, essentially, Cardi B reacting to Drake's dick video. But it was a video of who looks like Drake laying in a bed. Now, at the foot of the bed, if you could picture it, okay, we're at that angle where it's a mirror. So it's from his camera, but there's clearly a mirror near, near his, the feet of the bed. As everyone has, a mirror on their fucking yeah, footboard. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And it's obviously capturing him through the mirror playing with himself. And it... Again, it was a really, the video was short and it just went viral. People were like, is this Drake? And asking the question, right? Is this real? Who leaked this? Where's the source? And we still can't figure out what the source is. Some people believe that he leaked it because it's a, it's a, it's a law. It's a very flattering. It's a long, yeah. I would too. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I, maybe he did. <laughs> maybe he did. We don't know. But I do know it was just going going viral. The memes coming out of it though are like some of the best. Like I saw someone just post like a, you know, like the, chur- what are they called? The ones, the things you get the fair, the like churro, is it the churro sticks? Oh uh, yeah, yeah you can get called? a churro stick there. And it, they it had like an uncooked churro and they were holding it. It was just flopping everywhere. And like mm. girls be going crazy for this. And it was like a long <laughs> ass churro. 
Anyway, lots of great memes online surrounding it. If you can't find the actual video, don't worry about it. Just the memes. I'm here for the memes. Okay, so let me ask a couple of questions about this Drake video. You say you... You inadvertently discovered the video. I did, because listen, there's no, I mean, when it comes to X, I think most people know, it's just a very uncensored place to be. So people can post just about anything, including pornography on X. So you got to be careful with the hashtags. And I've been hit with that kind of thing before. We're like, why is this person trending? But someone just decides to put like a whatever, like a porn video under the hashtag Rihanna, and it's not Rihanna or anything. People just are stupid and they want views. So I've fallen for things before, which is why I'm so careful to click on it unless I know the story. So I'll usually Google it first. Like, why is this person trending? Maybe I'll find out some info that way. I couldn't find anything. So I'm like, wow, Drake is trending on every list, every list between it. You know, you get categories on there. I don't know if anyone of everyone has it. So basically there's categories, there's sports and entertainment and what's trending in politics. And there's like a little thing and he was trending in like a bunch of them. It didn't even make sense in some of the areas he was trending, but because people who follow that kind of thing were tweeting about it. Or posting about it, whatever it is now. Uh, yeah, so you you watched it? I did. A couple of times. Is that like... Uh, I was trying to figure out what I was looking at, because at first I couldn't understand. I thought he, the way he was holding the phone, I thought he was taking video of his dick. And then I thought, well, then who's filming this? Then I realized, oh, yeah. it's a mirror shot. Then I thought, well, he's in bed, though. Who the fuck has a mirror on their footboard? Oh, okay, I guess yeah. Drake would. And then I was trying to figure out, like, are, are you... Like masturbating right now because it doesn't look that hard. Yeah, and, I don't know what that is. I don't know either. But I also don't know what goes into getting it hard when it's that fucking big. <laughs> like, honest to God, I'm looking at it thinking, how do you have that much blood in your body to get that thing hard? Did you have a transfusion? <laughs> what happened? It's ridiculous. Ridiculous, indeed. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't listen. I don't know the answers to all the questions surrounding this. But what I will say is one of his good friends posted a, a video it was like, dude, is it? And again, it's Drake. It actually is legitimately Drake's friend who has like his phone number, like that close a friend. And he texts him. He says, "Here's the thing, man. I text Drake and I said, this is not fair. Like you, you're you're amazing rapper. You got number ones galore. You got all the fucking money, and the girls like you no matter what you're packing. But you also happen to have a missile. Like fuck you, bud." <laughs> and Drake responds with a, like eight laughing face emojis. So that was the only confirmation that that is actually Drake is that he replied to this guy basically confirming it. Unless he's laughing it off like, that's not me, but fine. Maybe it is AI generated. I wouldn't know. I didn't zoom in on it. I swear to God. So I don't know. I, whatever. Yeah. But he won't comment. He's not commenting on it to any like news outlets. And I can't imagine being like part of a serious news outlet being like, well, reaching out to, to Drake's rep for comments on a schlong video. Yeah. Like here I am. What a f- Fun time. What goes through a girl's mind when she sees a hog that big? Uh, like, do you look at that and think, yeah. Or do you look at that and think, oh, oh fuck, fuck. No. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> what, is that real? <laughs> uh, yeah, th- you know what, it's funny. I was watching people's reactions, and it was a mix of things. A mix of things. Some people are like, oh, shit. Other people are like, oh, fuck, no. Um, <laughs> other people are like, fake. People just posting, like I said, the memes that came out of it in the video, people just responding with like gifts. You know how people are. So they're responding with like gifts of like, fan me down and shit like, <laughs> shit like that. <laughs> or just like things that kind of look like a penis but wasn't and just like coming back at the video with that. I mean, who knows who posted it? Something tells me if it was on his phone and the safety of his phone, obviously he either A, sent it to somebody who he thought he was being intimate with. But we know that there's like laws against that. At least oh, yeah. He, at least here. If not, is it everywhere? It's got to be everywhere. Well, he, I, I'm pretty sure he did that here. 
I think, and he would be protected under Canada's laws, assuming whoever shared it is Canadian as well. So if he doesn't launch any kind of legal anything, something tells me he'd leak it himself. And, and if so, is it a distraction from something else? Oh, maybe. Did he oh, that's use, an interesting Did he point. use his big dick? Was he just waiting, holding that in? I mean, like, I'm going to unleash it when I want to distract people yeah. from the truth. Want to make sure nobody sees the yeah. Vladimir Putin interview, so here's my cock. <laughs> But you know those conspiracy theorists are like legit thinking that something else is happening. So they're like digging deep, like what else happened this week that we're trying to hide. I don't think he thinks that that hard <laughs> about it. Is it possible that he was video chatting with somebody and they screen recorded? I mean, yeah, but he's also not stupid. He'd know that somebody might screen record it. So again, I think it's something that he didn't like. I, I think he wanted it. Yeah, I think he likes it on some level too. Whether he leaked it intentionally or not, I think yeah. on some level, he's not upset with the, the word that's going around here right now. And think about this. Is it the same guy who had no problem confirming without saying the words that he put hot sauce in his condoms after he had sex with women? And the same person who had no comment to make after a woman reported on having sex with Drake and what it's like. And you can look that up. You can look at there's an entire article. She details her sexual escapades with Drake and, and even like describes his penis in this case to a T like you can look it up and he has not commented on any of that. So I don't even see him commenting on this, but hey, you never know. I forgot about that. Is what she wrote about his, his setup there accurate now that we've seen the video? Uh, I, I get I, it, honestly, it was all too moving too fast for me. I, I didn't stop down and I'm not going to stop down. Hang on. Let me ask Octavia. Hey, Octavia, how are you? I'm all right. Good. Sorry to bother you over there. Um, <laughs> did you see the Drake video? I did not. Do you want to see the Drake video? I'm good. You don't Are want you to? Are you sure? I'm I, good. It okay. sounds like a bit much. It's, it's, it's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. I don't know how people do that. Um, okay. So what is it about the video that you don't want to see? Is it because you don't like Drake or is it because you don't like uh, enormous penises? I mean, I'm just not interested. I'm not a big Drake fan. It mm -hmm. doesn't mm -hmm. doesn't really do mm -hmm. anything for me. Got it. Got yeah. it. Not even morbid curiosity. A, a little, I will be honest, a little bit, but I just haven't gone out of my way to find it. Good. That's the way we should all be. If you stumble upon Drake's dick, good for you, but you shouldn't go looking for Drake's Don't, dick. You, we're not saying to seek it out. <laughs> we're not telling you to seek it out. Do you know how hard it was on a, our radio show, which... Uh, primarily uh, appeals to adult women. Um, yeah. Trying to talk about that on the radio when we know uh, there could be some younger ears in the car and stuff like that. We had to be a little cryptic about it. Used a couple of puns. It was hard to not say what I wanted to say yep. about this video. Yep. And there's another one. It was hard. I know. I know. It, shit, they write themselves, don't they? They really do. Uh, Flamin' Hot Cheetos. Sweet Heat Starburst. Two recent examples of how it seems that people like things spicier. Do they, or did people just lose their taste from all the COVID? I d <laughs> That's possible. It's entirely possible. I, I am not in that category still of like digging spice with everything and being like, I like that, but I'm going to love it with spice. I'm not of that mindset at all. Like for me, I'm like, I'm good with the original bland flavor, man. I'm good with it. You know that my mom makes me cookies and muffins weekly. Yeah, that's right. And this week she made me spiced cookies. And I thought, oh, huh, what the hell is in a spice cookie? She said the very first ingredient is pepper. And I thought, you put pepper in my cookies? In a cookie? Does she hate you now? It was delicious. <laughs> was it oh, yeah. my God. In any case, uh, because spice is in, Coca-Cola has launched their first new permanent drink on their menu in three years. Coca-Cola Spiced and Coca-Cola Spiced Zero Sugar. Mm. 
Mm. Go on sale in Canada February 19th. Coca-Cola Spice doesn't have a lot of heat, they say. The main flavor that drinkers are going to notice is a hint of raspberry. Raspberry? I've not known raspberry to be spicy. Me either. Maybe they don't mean spicy hot. They just mean something with a kick. Like a little tingle? Cherry Coke was different. You certainly got the cherry flavor. Is that what this is going to be like? Because if it's got a real overpowering raspberry taste, I don't know if it's going to come off as spicy. You know what I think about when you say like a spicy um, carbonated beverage is like a Dr. Pepper. That's what Ah, I think of. Like if I were to probably just like decipher spicy drinks from non-spicy drinks, you know what I mean? I would think Dr. Pepper has a little bit of spices in it. I would also add in Barks root beer. Oh, it's okay. got a touch of spice oh, in it, it has too. Bite. It's right there in the tagline. Why would Coke go down this road? I don't know. It feels like they've just got a tried, tested, and true recipe there with their Coca-Cola, and they just won't yeah. stop messing with it. I think that there's some people who really like... I, I, I said the same thing about Oreos, Scott. I said the same thing about Oreos since day one. Like, just leave well enough alone. But the truth is there's people who love that shit. Gotta get it. Limited time. Special chip flavor. Special drink flavor especially if it's that person's favorite, they, they probably do buy it up. They probably will buy it up. Raptors star Scotty Barnes has been named to the NBA All-Star Game. The reason I bring this up, Kat, is because I love Scotty Barnes. He's good great. for him. Yeah. He is a great personality. He's a good person. It's nice to see someone that young and that talented thriving in the NBA. Everything about it is great. He's Canadian, right? Is he Canadian, Scotty Barnes? I, I, don't know. I don't think so. He's making... I don't s- think so? Guys, correct me if I'm wrong. He's making Subway money. When you get a Subway endorsement deal, especially when their name and sandwich is after you, you have made it. That's hey, like getting happy. a happy. Sneak- Can I have one of those? <laughs> That's like getting a... I forgot about that. That's like getting a sneaker deal. He's got a Subway endorsement. He's doing well. But he didn't make the All-Star game. He's going in as an injury replacement for Joel Embiid from the 76ers, Ah. who just had his meniscus operated on. Okay. He's the only Toronto player, though. Sorry if you said that already. Yeah, he's the only Toronto player. There wasn't going to be Raptors at the All-Star game because we don't really have any All-Stars. The ones we had, we would have traded away. Is he going to do this like the skill comps, too? I don't know, actually. I don't know if they let the injured reserve players do that sort of shit. Probably. But if he's going to be Barnes there. But Scotty isn't, right? Scotty's healthy. But so then why can't he just do it? By the way, did we talk about the LED? Can we just talk about the LED floors real quick? Because I don't remember if we did it on the podcast. Not on the pod, no. This is friggin' cool. Scott brought this to my attention. So this year, for the All-Star Game, for the NBA All-Star Game, because you know when you go to a hockey game, the rinks, they've got the uh, lights that come down onto the rink. Yeah, they project onto the they ice. They project onto the ice. It's a, it makes for a very cool show. When you're in there, the atmosphere is very cool. They can do pretty much anything with it. you got the players' faces. Cool, cool, cool. Well, with basketball, it's a unique opportunity for them to do the entire floor as LED lights. So for the All-Star, just the skills comp, correct? They're not going to do it for the game because the game's got to be fair, fair and even. Right, yep. Regular basketball court shit. Mm-hmm. But the LED lights are going to be used for all the extra stuff, which I think is pretty friggin' cool. I was watching, uh, there's video online if you guys want to see it on, on I might have been on X before or after the Drake video. Um, but I, I saw some examples of what they can do with this thing, and it's fucking cool. So sometimes the players are really quick. They move across the court fast. They can actually, like, manipulate it so it looks like they're on fire, like, coming up from behind them. Wow. I'm thinking for the slam dunk comp, this is going to be incredible because – Right now, it's kind of boring. Like, the slam dunk comps, what else are these people supposed to do? And all you can do is move your way up, right? So there's people standing on shoulders or trying to wearing a cape and flying over people. This is an opportunity to use the floor to your advantage when you're in those comps. And also, they can use it so they don't have to use the cones, right? They don't have to use cones set up on the court. 
they're literally marked with the LED screens under your feet. So anyway, lots of cool opportunities there, I think, with doing these floors. I would love it if they would be able to play the actual game of basketball on them. I guess they can't, at least not yet, because they have to be fair. But man, I think every game should just have LED lights. That's basically where I'm trying to get at. Every game should have more of that shit because it's very entertaining from a fan's perspective. And I think even for a player, it gets a little exciting. Thanks for that look into sports. Thank you. You're welcome. I I was just looking this morning uh, for tickets to the NBA All-Star Game because it's being played in the home of the Pacers, Indianapolis this year. My son lives in Indianapolis. He's got a nice house just south of where the stadium is. So I thought, yeah, maybe I'll drop down and see my son and go to the game. Get this. For the actual all-star game on the Sunday. And that'll be big. You know, you get everyone from LeBron to name them. They're all, all going to be there. Mm-hmm. $1,500 a ticket for the nosebleeds. Yeah. $1,500 a ticket. Is this, sorry, this is StubHub, like resale? StubHub. It wasn't the OG? Okay. If you want to go on the Saturday, though, all-star Saturday, where they do the three-point and the slam dunk contest, $200 a ticket. What? Yeah. Two hundred dollars. Do people a ticket. not care about that? I feel like that's what I want to see the most. Go. Are you going? I'd far rather Go. see that. I have a fucking rock game. Relax. Oh shit! <laughs> I didn't realize that until I thought two hundred bucks. I could go for that. You tell the people uh, behind the rock there. You, I know you've got an in. <laughs> the LED floors. See how much they cost. I, I swear the Toronto Rock on an LED floor. That sounds like a fun time. We play on turf. Yeah, that's the thing. Ah, fuck. I gotta create a new sport. You do need to create a new sport. <laughs> Cat's going to revolutionize pickleball with a digital court. <laughs> Fuck it. I'm going to figure out what I could do, but I'm doing it. Can I do a couple of things for our listeners in all of the different places that the Scott and Cat radio show is heard? Uh, sure, absolutely. I'm going to do a story for each one of them. In Hamilton, Energy 95.3 is where you can hear us in the morning. The Hamilton Paramedic Service says it has mistakenly been sending the personal information of their patients to the wrong hospital. Whoops. An out-of-city hospital, they didn't say which one, flagged the issue back in October after they started getting patient records for someone who wasn't checked into their hospital. Hamilton paramedics did their own internal review and realized, ah, fuck, it was a mistake on their end. They went back and checked 306,000 patient health records and realized they'd sent the wrong patient info to the wrong hospital (laughs) 162 times. And it took them that long to figure that out? Yeah, they've been investigating since October. Oh, fuck, what is this information? Keep ending wow. up over there. I get that it's probably very chaotic if you're driving an ambulance. You've yeah. just picked up somebody off the side of the road. You've got them strapped down in the back, and you've got to get them to the hospital. Well, that computer that they have apparently can relay information about the patient they're bringing to the hospital. The problem is they were sending it to the wrong hospital. Oh, no. 162 times that happened. They might be just, they're probably just as pissed, the people working it, because there's a lot of paperwork they have to go through. Oh, to just, yeah. It's not just like they drop and run. There's a lot more to it. In Kitchener, condomania continues no. in Waterloo Region. Oh, help us. Okay, so Kat, <laughs> help us. Kat lives in Kitchener. And it, it, it really is condomania. As soon as we walk out the front door of our studios, they've got a massive yeah. high rise going in there. And this is a place where people have never lived in the region. Now they're putting up a big tower. Yeah. So this new one, this is interesting. It's an 11 acre site on Albert Street right near Columbia. So it's near the University of Waterloo. Yeah. City Council now has the proposal for 13 apartment towers, 13 towers, ranging from 8 to 30 stories tall, 2,800 units. Only 100 of them are going to be earmarked for affordable housing, though. 
And out of 2,800 units, 1,300 parking spaces. What? How does that math math? It doesn't. These people are lunatics, Kat. There's, there's these people out there that seem to think that if you do things like put in more bike lanes and take away parking spaces, everyone's just going to go green and get rid of their cars. And in reality, that's not going to happen. I'll give you an example. Personally, I lived in Milton for years. Still miss Milton. I loved it. Uh, when I moved in, though, I was in phase two. And now they're up to phase like 300 of the new home building there. It's crazy. You're talking about over there? Yeah. yeah it's yeah, nuts. Yeah. So anyway, I, um, they had started building a whole bunch of homes with a single car garage. But they were trying to attract families. Most families have two cars. Mm-hmm. And so there was a big problem for years in Milton where these assholes kept allowing all these houses, but there was nowhere for people to park their car. Yeah. So they were parking on the boulevard. They were parking down the street and around the corner. It was yeah. a mess because they would send parking enforcement out every night. And finally, it became like harassment. You know, you built this house, you sold it to me, you built all these family homes with not enough parking. Mm-hmm. Once we get into the condo craze and you're building 2,800 units, but only 1,300 parking spaces. And they're going to be paying an arm and a leg for those parking spaces that do exist. And this is and the renting thing them out for twice as much. People will rent them out or yeah. they'll sell them for like the cost of a home. Yeah. Oh, hey, you've got a car and you bought a, a condo in this building? Yeah. Well, you don't have a parking space. I'll sell you one for 60 grand. In their mind, they're probably thinking, this is going to be filled with students. But I don't think that's going to be the case necessarily. No, it won't. It won't just be all students there. It won't be. Uh, by the way, I drove by that area. They sold off a bunch of houses in that area to like, they're going to tear them down, obviously. But it is a weird look when you see, like, sold, 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 all in a row. Buying up houses to build up more condos. Yeah. Hey, I mean, we, we need... We need more homes. Absolutely. Are we doing it right? No. I don't know. Because the about people that. in charge don't know what the fuck they're doing, and they're ideologists that seem to think that green is the only thing that matters here. 2,800 homes and 1,300 parking spaces is outrageous. I hope council turns it down and says, no, put another floor on that. If, if you have 2,800 units, you should have at least 2,500 yeah. parking spaces. Yeah. At least. And that's assuming that each unit only needs one car. If it's a a two-income household, there's probably two cars. They are so putting the cart before the horse. It's very frustrating. If you are one of our great listeners to 1031 Fresh Radio in London, you can hear us in the afternoon. We've got a giveaway opportunity for you. It is a Sleep Country Bloom Bundle for you and your partner. It includes a Bloom Mist mattress. Does that mattress actually mist? No, I don't think so. Oh, that'd be cool. Like those things at Wonderland when you're hot. I think it's cool. It cools you down. Is the purpose of, of oh. it, but I don't believe it's actual physical mist. Unless I'm wrong. You also get a bloom or well, you'd be wet. Uh, it would be weird. Bloom organic <laughs> pillow, bloom essential sheet set, and a king's down duvet. All you have to do is submit a video or audio recording of your partner snoring on the website 1031freshradio.ca. Wow. If you want to see your partner lose their ever-living shit, go ahead and record them snoring and send it to a radio station. Yeah. But we'll take them. We're really rolling the dice on that one. But good luck, everybody. It's a good prize. And if you're one of our amazing listeners to Fresh 93.1 in Barrie, we're on at night there from 6 till 9 p.m., giving away a midweek getaway to Georgian Bay Hotel and Conference Center in Collingwood. It's a one-night stay, a $100 gift card for the Gustav Chop House and Bar, You get a $250 gift card for the resorts of Ontario. You get a Georgian Hills Vineyard gift card and a gift card from Side Launch Brewing. All the details, fresh931.com. Very good. Lots of great stuff going on here, right? Oh, it's so busy. Okay, and and here's a little insight for you. We've also been having a lot of meetings uh, behind the scenes for for our show. 
And we've got a lot of stuff coming up. Like, all aside from the fact meet. that all, all we do is <laughs> have meetings. All we do is a fucking meeting. But we do have some really exciting stuff coming up. Um, and one of which we'll tell you right now is going to happen um, in about a month that we want like for you to be involved in. We've brought up the conversation many a times about how, how badly the food banks could use some help right now and how badly families can use the food banks right now. So we'll give you the details once we get all of those details aligned, but this is an opportunity to not just help out the food banks, but do it with us and come say hi to us at the same time. So we'll tell you that much right now. More details to come. Tons of concert tickets too. If you're just, you know, waiting for free concert tickets because you're like, I'm not paying for them. We were just told about all the concert tickets that we're going to have in the coming months. There's a ton. It's like a major concert every day for weeks. It's wild. Yeah. Okay, before we go, I want to tie up a loose end on something that came up earlier this week or late last week. It's talking about how I've decided I'm finally going to download one of the sports betting apps. Super Bowl did it. It convinced me I'm going to bet something. And I haven't done any legal bets until now. It's I've been in football pools. I've done the squares pools, all that sort of shit. But I haven't downloaded an app, uploaded money to my account, and bet. And I'm a little nervous about it because I have a very addictive personality. Right. So hopefully this goes well. They now say one in four are going to place a bet, some sort of bet, on Super Bowl this coming Sunday. 67.8 million people in America alone are going to place a bet on Super Bowl. I asked people, which one should I use? It's confusing, right? You got fucking FanDuel. Oh, there's Duel, commercials everywhere, DraftKings, Bet365, yeah. MGM, Caesars Sportsbook. There's so many. I didn't know what to go with. So I asked people, what are you using? What works the best? The majority said Bet365, which wouldn't even have been on my radar. I'd heard of it, but it wasn't really one of the ones that I considered good or, or great. Based only on marketing, I would have thought FanDuel or something like that would have been, or DraftKings would have been more popular. But people said, go with Bet365. So I did. And I bet on tonight's Leaf game so that I get a $100 credit in my account. I was going to (laughs) say, now hang on, because there is a reason why people go bet 365, but obviously this works for them, is that they get a credit too when they sign up a friend. So you get, now you have a code, for example, where if I was like, I'll join, I get a credit and you get a credit. You know what I mean? It's a friends program. (laughs) I I know, I don't, I have, I have Leo Vegas right now, but I haven't, I have never bet on sports in my life. See, Leo Vegas, that's another one that I have, I've heard about it, but I wasn't sure what it was all about or how it works. Even at this, I'm not a gambler. I don't know what a fucking same day parlay is. I have no idea. I got to learn all this shit. You do, or you could just like do it like some people and just bet on shit anyway, even though you don't know. It's true. It's like random, whatever. basically, right? Yeah, With the odds. Yeah, but whatever you want. Do some props, though. Can you do some props for us? I haven't found the props yet. Oh, they must be in there if Bet365 okay. has a letter. In any case, hey, listen, if you took the time to say, I like this app for this reason, thank you. I really appreciate that. We can all help each other out. Great, uh, great chat today, everybody. We will be back tomorrow with another After 9. Bye, friends. A Catholic priest, Leston MTA Tunnel Construction Site in New York, 55 feet below Grand Central Terminal while the L train was finally given an exorcism. (laughs) Well, guys, everyone is talking about Apple's new $3,500 headset. And get this, the White House just had to remind people not to wear it while driving. (laughs) Americans were like, how stupid do you think we are? And how rich do you think we are? The NYPD has announced that the police robot that was tasked with patrolling a Times Square subway station has been retired. Apparently, they caught him stealing cocaine from the evidence room.